Gentlemen, start your penis. This week we're covering Monster Cody Scott. His real name is Shaida Shakur, also known by his nickname Monster. He's a former member of the LA gang, the Eight Trey Gangster Crips. Hell yeah. That's the whitest thing I've ever said. Yeah. The Eight Trey Gangster Crips. Scott was a high priority for arrest in the mid-2000s. He was one of the highest-ranking members on the uh, city's most wanted gang members list. Yeah. They wanted a bad. This is, and so did women. I'm excited about this. I love yeah, you this love shit, it, dude. man. <laughs> Scott accumulated charges such as multiple counts of armed robbery, assault, illegal possession of a weapon, parole violation, attempted murder, and even grand theft auto. It's another crime one this week on Death Metal. Talk shit. Get shot. Act hard, motherfucker. Get shot. Scott was born Cody Scott in Los Angeles on November 13th, 1963, to Ernest Scott and Birdie Canada. Is that why? Never mind. <laughs> Never mind, dude. They're both from Houston. Cody was the fifth of six children, including four brothers and two sisters. Scott believed it was profitable. I'm not drunk enough, dude. That's the problem. I'm telling you. You have a very dry mouth. Yeah. You want some gum? No, thanks. Scott was the fifth <laughs> of six children, including four brothers and two sisters. Scott believed it was probable... That he was the son of former L.A. Rams running back. You ready for this? Yeah. Dick Bass. Hell yeah. You know, that guy probably fathered everybody. Dick Bass. <laughs> He's got Dick Bass, dude. Yeah, dude. He <laughs> Dick's so big. Yeah, so big. He got a fucking 12-inch woofer. Yeah. <laughs> Put it in the back of Altima. Oh. <laughs> fucking rattle the walls, dude. Blow my speakers. <laughs> He's a wall, wall rattler for sure. Uh, he believed he was conceived during an adulterous affair that his mother, again, Birdie Canada, was having with the football star. It has no evidence other than, you know, she probably got fucked by Dick Bass. <laughs> his dad, Ernest Scott, held a bitter resentment towards Birdie's affair and physically abused his wife regularly throughout Scott's early childhood. Ernest physically and emotionally abused Cody routinely. He would beat him and show deliberate favoritism towards his biological children rather than Cody, which uh, that happens a lot yeah. in uh, crime, crime-related crime relationships. I mean, sure. it does make sense. It seems like a very natural response to your wife having a child out of wedlock. Yeah. And uh, you stick around, then you have resentment. You should just get the fuck out of there. How about that? You ever think about that and just, you know, go? Just go. No. People don't do that. They like to get beat. It stinks. But, hey, sometimes it's good to start hard. Yeah. He does. Well, yeah, he starts hard. But, yeah, he got beat, treated like shit, treated the other kids well. He would take the other kids out to dinners, movies, take him back to Houston, and he would intentionally leave Cody behind. Ernest and Bertie finally split in 1970 when Cody was seven. That has to be a rough thing to watch as your yeah. fucking family going out to you. And they're like, nope, you're staying here. Yep. It's got to be a great thing when you're, Especially when you're like five you. or six. Yeah, yeah, that probably rocked the house. Yeah, yeah. 
1972, Birdie moved her family into a house on West 69th Street. <laughs> All right. And Dinker Avenue in a very rough and gang-infested neighborhood on the west side of South Central Los Angeles. According to Scott, his first encounter with street gangs occurred at the age of 10 when he was assaulted by two 13-year-olds who stole his money. Because Bertie worked several jobs to support her large family and to make up for Ernest's neglect, young Cody would often hang out on the streets of his newfound neighborhood. It was around this time when he began hanging around his neighborhood, Stanley, Tukey Williams, the leader of the West Side Crips Street Gang, and he is jacked. Yeah, he's like the number one dog, too. Yeah, he rocks the house. Yeah. Cool guy. Yep. Big guns. In his memoir, Tukey Williams recalled the occasions in which he and other adult members of the Crips would smoke PCP and lift weights at Williams' house. Fuck yeah. It's a great idea because you don't <laughs> feel any pain. Yeah, yeah. You're stronger than you, you ever could pumping, possibly dude. Oh, man. That's how his arms got. He has the biggest arms, Let's dude. do that tonight. I know somebody. With PCP? <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's crank it, dude. <laughs> if I can get two key arms, dude. <laughs> dude, yeah. They're wild, boy. He's got the biggest arms, <laughs> yeah, dude. I, he has bigger than bodybuilder arms. Yeah, he they're fucking nuts, man. Big fucking he arms, He ain't juicing dude. or nothing, dude. He's all fucking true yeah he's all hey, Joe, oh yeah all pcp that's the way yeah. nature intended it yeah <laughs> i'll never fuck with my motherfucking hormones pass that damn sherm <laughs> <laughs> that is fucking crazy a sherm and a perm that's tight dude according to williams scott was always present at the house and would watch he would watch in awe as the gang members would lift weights and tell stories about shootings and fights that they had participated in in Tukey's book williams also expressed his regret regarding his behavior around young Scott and held himself personally responsible for exposing Cody to drugs as Cody Scott himself would later become a PCP addict. Yeah. I didn't even know it was an addictive drug. Oh, hell yeah. It's a hallucinogen, right? Or it's it does, a, uh, it does all kinds of it's shit, a man. detachment drug. Yeah. 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 I, whenever I worked at rehab, I treated to several people that were, Doing Sherm and all I did it will fuck your Sherman Emsley up, dude. It'll fuck everything up. Yeah. Especially get a bad batch. It seems crazy. Yeah. Where do you even get it? Man, it's like it's embalming fluid, right? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. All right. So you just know someone at a funeral home and you get cranked? I guess, man. Dry it up and dry me out. <laughs> They're just robbing motherfuckers at funeral homes and taking it. Robbing funeral homes. That's tight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's like somebody, that's like fucking Will Raymer from Mortician. That sounds like some shit he would do. This is a cool drug, dude. Yeah. Did you ever see that uh, fucking show on Vice with, uh, I can't think of the guy's fucking name or the name of the show. Morris Hamilton. What up? Hamilton's Pharmacopia. Yeah, Hamilton's Pharmacopia. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he goes and does, uh, or he, I think he actually passes on PCP, but there's a dude that does PCP every day that started that process church, Yeah, which is who, like, Dwid got all this shit to write about in integrity, like, all of Dwid's religious stuff Yeah, in integrity, like, the cultier things he wrote about were teachings he got from this guy from the process church, Yeah, which is also what Charles Manson was involved in. Yep. Uh, but yeah, the process church guy is still alive, and he smokes PCP every day. Yeah. And he tells uh, Hamilton that he smoked so much PCP 
one time before he got into the ocean, he went underwater and found a sand dollar, and he realized that dolphins communicate with one another by speaking into sand dollars and leaving a message for the next dolphin to find. that rules man but that dude was just straight up like yeah i just want to show everybody that pcp is not so bad no sounds pretty sweet and then he said that (laughs) but he was like 80 dude crazy yeah yeah yeah. all doing cocaine and pcp every day that's tight yeah it is pretty tight i had nothing bad to say about it i feel like pcp is probably the ultimate pre-workout dude yeah if you're old yeah i'm telling you dude once i know i'm on the way out i'm doing it all Every day, all day. Yeah, that's why I want to have a retirement, a retirement party fund, so I can get that shit. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, costs. And then we have a retirement party. Uh, well, every day. Yeah, I'm just gonna get blasted. Yeah. 1975, a uh, member of the West Side Crips, nicknamed Sidewinder, he formed a set called the Eight Tray Gangster Crips, aka Eight Three GC. ETG or ETGC in Scott's neighborhood. On the evening of June 15th, 1975, the day of his sixth grade graduation, congratulations, brother, you are now initiated into the ETGs. Yeah. This motherfucker done passed sixth grade. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) What do we got for him, boys? (laughs) He got jumped into the gang. My grown man. Whooped his ass, yeah. That's wild, man. Yeah, we heard you graduated, motherfucker. <laughs> Sixth grade. <laughs> you smart, motherfucker. You smart, motherfucker, man. Try this. Cody and another gang member then hotwired a car, stole it, and he and several members of the ETGs, all armed with revolvers and shotguns, tracked down members of the Brims Street Gang. <laughs> like the fish. Yeah, That's the, a goofy looking fish or here. Or the hat. <laughs> here is looking at you. Remember when that hat just said trout? That was me, dude. Oh, yeah. You yeah. Trout I stole that from a fucking farmer's market somewhere. Yeah, yeah. That shit was sick. I don't know how. I would love to have it back. Yeah. Uh, you had the Brim Street Gang, which was a sect of the Bloods. They had been hanging out in the Crips neighborhood. So the newly formed ETGs opened fire on a group of approximately 15 Brims, shooting several of them. Scott, who was himself armed with a shot, sawed off. Jesus, dude. Oh, I spit on you. I liked it. You do deserve it, though. You do that to me all the time. I spit on my dog while ago. Now you love that because I had pizza <laughs> in, the, in the spit. <laughs> Scott, who was armed with a sawed off 12 gauge shotgun, was instructed not to return to the car unless he used all eight rounds. And he fired them all into several brims that evening. How old was he? He just graduated sixth grade. Yeah. It was that night, dude. Yeah. So, I don't know, 12? Yeah. Yeah. As a new member of the Crips, Scott was mentored in the gangster ways by Trey Ball, a notable Crip. In 1977, at age 13, Scott and Trey Ball attempted to rob an older man who was walking through their neighborhood. The man punched Scott in the face, and after being physically restrained by Trey... When he attempted to run, he was kicked and stomped by Cody for around 20 goddamn minutes. God damn. His vicious attack left the man in a coma with his face permanently disfigured. Shit. According to Scott, Cripps, present at the crime scene, overheard cops saying that whoever assaulted the man was a monster. 
and reported this back to Scott. From that point on, other members of the ETG referred to Cody as Monster, and he took on the name as his street moniker. Hell yeah. <laughs> Nothing's more street than having a moniker. Hell yeah. I love this shit, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. You love, you're getting riled up by gang violence, it. dude. Yeah. It always looks so cool on the movies, man. Like, the, like 80s and 90s look so tight, yeah. dude. Like, blood in, blood out and shit. Oh, yeah, dude. dude the white guy. Fucking, yeah. Fucking essay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, Holmes, you fucking with my fucking ragoons? Just wearing dickies and all-stars <laughs> and fucking wife beaters and walking around with blades. Yeah, being yeah. a blade master is tight, dude. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, I do like being a blade master. Getting in switchblade fights. Yeah. It's a, yeah, I cannot believe that they cast a white guy. They bring it up, like, twice in the movie. Yeah. It's like, yeah, my fucking pop's Irish, but my mom is Espanol, essay. Damn. Deal with that. I thought it was Michael Rappaport for years. It's yeah. not. It's another yeah. red. Yeah. I thought it was somebody. Do you know who I fucking hate? Who? Michael Rappaport. I'm trying to think of what the fuck he's Hey, yo, what's the motherfucking deal with these motherfuckers thinking they can act like this? Oh, yeah, yeah. You ever seen President Trump? What's that motherfucker up to? You're a bitch, President Trump. You're getting elected. You're trying to stay in there. Get the fuck out of there. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nobody likes you, bitch. Yeah, I know exactly who that is, man. I was, he, was in, <laughs> he was in fucking, uh, remember whenever H2O put out an album and he was like doing like some of the fucking intros and oh, shit? Oh, yeah. I fucking love H2O, bro. Oh, crap. Me and all my boobs love to fucking bump H2O. Craig, <laughs> <laughs> what's that other fucking movie, MTV movie with Ice Cube in it? And then they, they go to college. Colors? Is it Colors? Oh, with Ice Cube in it? Yeah, they're going to college and shit. And, that, and Michael Rappaport's a skinhead neo-Nazi dude that opens Oh, fire. man. Uh, fuck. I can't think of it. Ooh, people are probably screaming at their fucking headphones right now. Yeah. It is, uh, it's not Dangerous Minds, obviously. School ties, maybe. I don't know. I'll look it up. Something like that. Yeah, you, we do have the we do have, we have the technology. <laughs> Big old piss pussy heading my way. Yeah. Monster's first arrest occurred in 1978 at age 14 after he shot an employee at a fast food restaurant who had assaulted his younger brother Kershawn and later pulled a gun on Scott himself. Kershawn Scott later ended up joining the eight trays and assumed the nickname Little Monster. Wonder why. Party fart fart. <laughs> uh, a week after being released from jail, Monster was arrested again after being falsely accused of shooting a member of the Inglewood family bloods while he and other members of the Crips were on their way to a roller skating rink in Compton. Nothing is harder as a gang unit than going and flexing at a roller skating rink. Oh, yeah, that's where you fuck, dude, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I guess you're 13 years old, so sure. A week after being released from jail, Monster was arrested again. I already did that. God damn it, dude. Yeah, going to a fucking roller skating rink. Higher learning. Higher learning. I knew it was something like that. School Ties is, I think, maybe Brent Fraser's a Nazi in that one. I've never (laughs) seen it. It's a sick Nazi flick. (laughs) (laughs) on february 14th 1979 shakur which of course is monster was arrested for assault and grand theft auto he served three months at lake munns in lake hughes california during monster stay at cap munns 
Several major events occurred in South Central that involved the Crips. On March 15, 1979, the West Side Crips leader, Tukey Williams, was arrested for four murders committed during two separate robberies while an alleged... You're a fucking idiot is what we're getting at here, buddy. We got some new tech, thanks to Brian. He set us all up. Damn, you banked it off the broom. Set us up with some fucking sick tech, and uh, we're just sinking into it so Buddy can't be, you know, Buddy. Huh. Just clean up after yourself. Try me. <laughs> <laughs> Man. I'll go back on that because we fucked it up, and it's kind of, an, kind of important. Yeah, March 15, 1979, uh, Tukey was arrested for four murders committed during two separate robberies. He was on an alleged drug binge. I don't think it was alleged. He kind of stayed on a drug binge. That got him sentenced to death row, and he ended up being executed by lethal injection on December 13th, 2005. That's Tukey? Yeah, I remember it. Yeah, that's wild. I cried, dude. Hell yeah. I didn't. But that did stink. Yeah. I hear all these kids at work talk about him, and I was like, he's just so jacked, dude. Yeah, they're like, man, you see, and then like I would take some of those kids to go lift weights before pandemic happened, and they can't. No, big pussies. They're big pussies. Guys, Tukey would be pissed. Yeah, yeah. He's doing hard shit. He loves to lift. It's like I should have smoked PCP with him. (laughs) (laughs) Kids, yeah, looking kind of soft and slow today. We're gonna get you sped up. Yeah, feeling no pain. Every time I ever see anybody high on that shit, all they do is make loud fucking hooting noises, dude. Yeah, it kooks you up pretty good. But, but you know, a lot of bodybuilders will do. Uh, I hate my brain sometimes. So, um, GHB, which is a liquid disassociative, also. Oh yeah, it's not as near as strong as PCP. I, don't I mean, know what it is? It's a a disassociative is like a type of uh, sedative, basically. I know what a dissociative is. I don't know what GHB GHB, is. It's like, um, I think before roofies, it was like the main date rape drug. Damn. But they'll take it because you don't feel anything. Like you're still kind of. So you don't want to stop during your pump. Right. You don't take a lot. I don't think they take a lot of it to lift weights, but yeah, you don't like, you don't feel the pump. Okay. You can just fucking crank it hard. Ooh. Hell yeah. Just like that. On August 9th, 1979, Raymond Washington, the founder of the Crips, was murdered in a drive-by near his home. Because Raymond Washington always made it a point to never walk up to cars, it was determined that his killers were people he knew personally since he had walked up to the murderer's <coughs> car and had a conversation with them prior to being shot. Imagine living like that. Yeah. Your life's so wild that you cannot walk up to a car. Anytime someone says, hey man, come check this out, you know, if you walk over there, you're going to be shot. Yeah. I know a lot of people like that, man. Okay. Yeah. It's, Hot Springs is wild where we where we live at, especially being a kid. In the There's inner a lot city. of walk up the car shootings. Yeah. The inner city. Yeah. It's not a city, the yeah. inner town. Inner town, city, whatever, <laughs> some shit. It was a, that's a majority of the killings, like shootings around here are all kids. Yeah. You know? Shit, I know somebody. Yeah, I live in the fucking town over yeah. here in the town. Things is not so good, so I'm going to go do a fucking robbery. Yeah. I I'm going to go get some pussy in the town. Yeah. This is the town where I was born and raised, and I did a fucking robbery. Imagine eating a pussy on the hood of a car in the inner city. Down there in the inner town, I would pump a bitch up on top of my Camaro pump and a eat bitch a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I would just eat a pussy. No one could stop us. 
Uh, I'm from the town. Pump a bitch up. What was the town? It wasn't Boston, was it? What? The movie The Town where Ben Affleck's oh, yeah, a fucking bank robber. It's Massachusetts. That's all I know. But it's yeah, it's not Boston because Boston's a city. Yeah, that's how I know. <laughs> you know, I'm fucking robbing banks over here. My fucking family's troubled. I grew up hard, so I gotta rob fucking banks over here. I'm from fucking Southie, yeah. and I gotta rob banks. And I like to pump a bitch up on the top of my Camaro and just eat a pussy. Pumping her up. <laughs> right in the middle of downtown. I feel like pumping them up is like you're like slapping their back <laughs> and getting them ready to fuck, you know? Like right before like they're going to deadlift. Yeah, they're going to deliver. Like, Let's yeah! fucking get it. Make them fucking like, sniff ammonia. <laughs> who fucking instead of like chalk, <laughs> instead of chalk dust, it's cocaine. You're just fucking slapping their back uh, and just puffing everywhere. I love that, dude. Hell yeah. He did cocaine. That's so funny. Yeah, I don't even think good. I try to tell you not to. I didn't do it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just fucking, uh, it's just pool chalk, man. Pool chalk? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you got to do a bunch of it, and also when you're hammered, it keeps you awake. Yeah. You drink a record number of beers, I would say. Uh, 40. I don't remember you drinking 40 beers before. I'm drinking 40. When? Almost every time. No. If it's around. I don't think 40. When do I leave your house? (laughs) When we're out of beer. (laughs) Where do I go next? (laughs) Home. To get beer. (laughs) (laughs) You can't get no beers in your house, dude. Imagine you keeping beers around. I don't. I know I'm saying I go to the store and get them. Do you? Yeah, if it ain't midnight, I'll go. All right. I'll get a 12 and finish them outside. We might have to go get more, dude. Uh, fucking a. I know you've been thinking about it. Yeah. But you don't have any money. I got 10 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> to your name? Yeah, right. All right, then. <laughs> I guess I'll get some more beer. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We should do crime like this, dude. They always have money. Man, we gotta start a gang, dude. Anyway, <laughs> this motherfucker cannot walk up the cars, but people assume that his murderers knew him, which means that someone probably turned their back on a friend. His murder ended up being blamed on the Hoover Crips. And that started a war between the Eastside Crips and the Hoover Crips. Goddamn infighting. Yep. Monster, along with his best friend, Detrui, Crazy D, Denard, were deeply involved in this gang war and were responsible for shooting and assaulting dozens of members of the Rolling 60s. On December 31st, 1980, 16-year-old Monster was ambushed and shot six times by three adult members of the Rolling 60s after being set up by a group of girls who were dating friends from his set. That shooting happened at a mall? Yeah. 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 Pussy will get you every goddamn time, dude. Yeah. What saved his life was the fact that earlier that evening, Cody had been drinking a, a cheap brand of fucking shitty night train wine. I'm on the night train! And smoking PCP with other members of the ETG's gang as they celebrated New Year's Eve. The level of inebriation that Monster was under at the time of the shooting prevented him from going into aphylactic shock. Yeah. Incredible, dude. PCP rules. Yeah, dude. It's, it's it will one, save man. your life. After being <laughs> shot, Monster reported having hallucinations, seeing faces of all the gang members that he himself had shot since joining the Crips. 
as well as seeing the infant daughter that he had with his girlfriend, Tamu. Oh, yeah. He survived the shooting and was hospitalized for several weeks. Monster's younger brother, Kershawn, who is now a full-fledged member of the A-Trays, sought vengeance for his older brother's shooting. On New Year's Day, 1981, Kershawn and several teenage members of the ETGs committed a string of retaliatory shootings. Kershawn shot two teenagers who were standing in the front yard at a house party that was being thrown in the Rolling 60s neighborhood, and later that evening shot another teenager to death in a drive-by as the young man was walking down the street. Kershawn was later arrested and sentenced to five years in the California Youth Authority for murder as a juvenile. Dude, if you want to kill someone, do it yeah. when you're a kid. That's yeah. the only way. Oh, dude, like five years is the maximum, pretty much. I, God, why I didn't got, we do it? I got a kid right now. He, I got a kid right now. He we shot had our golden and opportunity. Only, he's only doing like fucking four months. What? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Insane, man. Damn, dude. Shooting people as kids rules. I want to tell my kids. Hell yeah. <laughs> Go shoot the Let's raise them wrong. <laughs> kids crime rocks. <laughs> and whenever people drive by your house, like, you can stay away from them. They just can't act right. Shoot at them. <laughs> Show them, kids. <laughs> my kids won't even. Yeah, they'll not do anything wrong, unfortunately. Yeah. Too good already. Well, thanks for the fucking input. Oh, I'm sorry, man. They are great. I mean, you didn't have to just talk about just anything. You could have input literally anything. I'm putting an input. I'm inputting this fucking beer in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Connect that cable, man. Go. One, two, three, four, five. Damn, kind of slow, dude. Damn. I didn't have what are you going to blame it on? <laughs> I thought you were a professional. I am. You counted before I even started. No, I counted right when I touched your lips, dude. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, then you got a four count. How about that? That's right. <laughs> Still kind of slow for you, right? Damn. The more the drunk you get, the better you Man, get, I dude. can play ball when I'm drunk. No, <laughs> you, you won't play ball ever. We I'll already know ball. that. I ain't got my shoes on. Yeah, there's always a reason. <laughs> Wear some yo and I go school yo ass to the park. Oh, I bet you will. I'll shoot you. <laughs> You're getting fired up by gang violence, dude. Yeah, and I love this shit. <laughs> oh man! While recovering, what? Hold on. <laughs> what the fuck? I was a cusper, man. A cusper. I was on the cusp of barfing. <laughs> it stinks for sure. That's so powerful, dude. <laughs> it might be the strongest burb I ever heard before. I could blow out some candles. <laughs> you definitely could have, dude. Gershon, or I already told you, Gershon got arrested, but while Monster was recovering in the hospital, his assailants from the Rolling 60s came to the hospital and attempted to finish him off. Due to the intervention of a nurse who was attending to him, Monster was unharmed. When he was released from the hospital, he continued all that gangster shit and would spend <laughs> the remainder of the 1980s in and out of the penal system. <laughs> For numerous violent offenses. This it sounds a lot like the plot from fucking Out for Blood. Yeah, sure. This is how Steven Seagal wants to live. Definitely. He even wants to be black too. He wants to be Japanese and black. And Italian. Yeah. Yeah, I think he is Italian. Ah, he probably is Italian. I came from I bet he's from Iowa or the some shit. Part. Yeah, he's dude. He they, that's a confused man. Hell yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I bet in Russia he tries to talk like he's Russian, man. He lives I, there. Dude, yeah, that's crazy. Dude, he's like, oh, that's so I shit. feel like they hate him. I think they love him. There's a part of the population that definitely hates what he's got going on. Oh, absolutely, man. There's a That's just everywhere he goes. Because <laughs> <laughs> Putin would destroy Seagal. He'd fuck him up. <laughs> I would love to see it, dude. God, that would rule, That would man. be such a good move for him to do, too. That would be tight. Do you know how pumped up he would be if the uneducated person, if they saw a president beat up Steven Seagal, they would vote for him again for yeah, sure. Yeah, they'd be like, well, okay. I mean, they have to. Anyway. He's seven foot tall. Yeah. Can't really fight. Putin would throw him on his face. He'd fuck his ass up, man. He'd be sick. That'd be cool if he raped him. There's a bunch of cum up his butt, dude. He's from Michigan. Oh, yeah. He's Seagal's like, from Michigan. He's not Italian at all. That's just northern Iowa, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, man. How do you go over Michigan and don't know how to wrestle, man? That's wild. Eating oatmeal creams, dude. Yeah. Having fucking karate dreams and eating oatmeal creams. That what? was me, dude. Hell yeah, man. Me too. <laughs> karate brother. dreams and oatmeal creams. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Put that shit on man, a shirt, I dude. had a fucking, uh, <laughs> you know, it was like, tape, you know, it was like VHS tape, like dispenser things, like the shell things, you pull them out. Yeah. Dude, I hid snack cakes in those motherfuckers. For real? Oh, uh, yeah. You man. had a stash? I had three different kinds. You remember that? Were you around whenever I was doing that? I had the fucking, I had the VHS like the drawers that you pull up, but I had snack cakes up in them. Remember that? We need to get a mic for Brian. That's one thing we're missing. Yeah, we need that. Yeah, we fucking. I would. Uh, I had uh, ding dongs one. I had. Oh, you had oh, them compartmentalized. Yeah, I had oatmeal cream pies, and I had <laughs> dude, Twinkies. You're a bad person, dude. Twinkies rule, man. No, they do. I don't like any of those. The banana things. ones rule. No, you're out of here. I don't like any of those. When I was a kid, they rocked, but I'm just not with them anymore. Yeah, I got you. There's, that's the only one I like. That's the only snack cake I really enjoy is a Twinkie, dude. You know what I did, though? My fat stash was at my grandparents one year. They went to Sam's. They bought, like, a merchant case of Cadbury cream eggs. Oh, yeah. Like, 120 that Cadbury rules, cream dude. eggs, dude. I took, like, 50 of them and stashed them away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I fucking munched them all in, like, yeah, a week. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did that, too, man. I did, the, I did the maneuver from heavyweights. You know how, like, you had the old beds and you could take the post top out <laughs> and then fucking stuff stuff in it, dude? I put jerky in there and fucking all kinds of evil shit. I used to take oatmeal cream pies and wrap them around the Twinkie. Were you not allowed to munch things? Yeah, I was, but I wanted to munch them in different times. I did love to do secret eating. Yeah, I did too, man. I feel, if I, I like if I could sneak away to my yeah. special place and have a secret snack, but my grandparents were just never around. Yeah, yeah. So they would just put it all. The only reason I took the cream eggs is so they didn't eat them. First. My grandparents didn't mind a secret eating, but I'd always do a secret meet and, <laughs> eat and greet, man. I go in there and a beat and greet? No. <laughs> no, an eat and greet, man. I go in the my grandma had this closet in the bathroom. It was real tight, man, but I would store stuff in there. I go in there. <laughs> I'd lay on top of the fucking ironing board and just fucking eat. <laughs> I don't think the ironing board could support you. <laughs> when I was five it could. <laughs> you I got just, you were one of those kids that was so fat they looked Asian. Yeah, I was, dude. <laughs> you had those squinty eyes, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude, my father-in-law told me the story about his daughter's friend was Asian, and they were walking downtown, and he said that these teenage kids pulled up next to him and flipped him off and go, ching-chong, ching-chong. Yeah. <laughs> and so every time she comes over, he flips her off and goes, ching-chong. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I love that shit. Do you? Yeah, it's good. Of course you do. <laughs> You're racist. Nope. 
While in prison during his 1980s, Monster befriended members of the Republic of New Africa movement. I'm also part of that movement. Monster, who dropped out of high school and began to educate himself in prison, had changed his name to Saika Shakur. Sanika Shakur. Yeah. I know it because of Dead Prez. Yeah. He's jacked, dude. This yeah. dude's jacked. He's also jacked. Yeah. They get huge, dude. Uh, did, did you Members watch, of the Crips. Did you watch the interview with him on 2020? Yeah. He's Man. scary. Hell yeah. Dude, when he tells that motherfucker the only reason why they're in here is to keep me from killing you and I could kill all of them. That's hard, dude. I do love that. That's <laughs> so cool, man. He began changing his viewpoint regarding his role in the plight of black people in America. <clears throat> After being released from prison in 1988, Cody married his longtime girlfriend, Tamu. In January 1991, Cody was arrested for assault and grand theft auto after beating up a crack dealer who was working as a police informant and stealing the dealer's van. Hell yeah. Punisher, dude. Yeah, man. That's a Punisher crime. Shakur was incarcerated during the 1982, I'm sorry, 1992 Los Angeles riots that occurred after the acquittal of four police officers accused of beating Rondi King following a traffic stop, and they sure did. Yeah. He was on PCP. Oh, Rondi King? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He loved PCP. Yeah. you think he would have won. I feel like he probably wouldn't when that happened. <laughs> yeah. He would have kicked their fucking ass. Dude, that's like instant black belt, man. Yeah? You smoked that instant black belt. Yeah. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, he should have. He should have fucking hit it right when they pulled him over. Or grandpa, when he was a cop, somebody smoked PCP and punched a brick wall so hard that it just fucking broke the whole bone, where it's like the skin was flat and, and flapping around and shit. Oh, that yeah. didn't stop him none. No, he kept running. He was butt ass naked, dude. He went to town, man. I love that. Yeah, yeah. God, imagine getting coming to though. And be like, oh my fucking arm. <laughs> I need more PCP <laughs> now. Yeah, give it to me. I'm the thing that works. <laughs> Yeah, that is true. They probably can't give you a drug strong enough in the hospital oh. to get you off pain after you've been doing that. Mm. But there was a guy at Intervention one time that was, uh, he was a rapper. Yeah, hell yeah. He was like marginally successful and then just got all fucked up on PCP. Yeah. And would like have rap hallucinations. So he would think that he was like on stage. Sweet. It was awesome. So he would just be in the middle of a conversation like full blown be like, all right, what the fuck's up? It's going down. Me and all my people are staying brown. would <laughs> <laughs> be everyone around me. I want to watch that tonight. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's having a break. Yeah. <laughs> he would see shadow people too, dude. Oh, man, shadow people are real. Yeah, dude, when you get when you move into the realm of shadow people, uh, you're in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Man. That's yeah. when you call somebody. Man, what the fuck? Is, have you, what's, the, what's the shit, the black-eyed kids, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. They come knock on your door. That's we did scary. an episode on that. Though. Did we? I think so. No, we didn't. Look, man, you got a lot of ideas. That's I know. That's scary, though. That scares the shit out of me. Some kids are just coming up. Ding dong ditching you? You think, but they're be like, <laughs> I need some help. And you open the door and they're, <laughs> <laughs> I hate kids so much, dude. If someone knocked on my door and asked for help, I would tell them to fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. Boy, fuck off. Fuck off, Jekyll. Fuck off me fucking property. The beating of white truck driver Reginald Denny was committed by members of the ETGs in Shakur's neighborhood. This event 
as well as participating in Leon Bing's book, Do or Die, inspired by Cody to write his book, inspired Cody to write his book, Monster, the autobiography of an L.A. gang member. In the early 1990s, Cody, now calling himself Sainka Shakur, met Tupac Shakur. They quickly became good friends, obviously, because when you meet somebody with the same last name, it's going down, son. <laughs> Shakur mentioned Tupac in the introduction of his book. Hey, we all know Tupac was bi, right? And gay. Gay and bi. Are those two separate things? Uh, Yeah. <laughs> ambidextrous. <laughs> yeah, he was ambidextrous. That shit kills. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No yeah. one will ever hear it. It's I good. will say this, uh, man. I think the last book I read before Sam's book was like two years ago, and I read Monster, and it was just like, I couldn't put it down. Yeah, he rocks. I read it one day. I hadn't done that in a long time. He did a lot of crimes. It was we don't have time to like pick by pick crimes, but if you want to read it, it's worth it. It's worth it, man. Also, there's a documentary of him in it that's fucking bananas. Man, he robbed somebody on the documentary. Yeah. <laughs> fucking rules, dude. Nothing's He's cool, better. man. He's yeah. cool. I like someone that uses crime to make a change. He don't even run after he does it. He just walks up and he's like, you're going to give me this shit. And they're just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> All right, man. See that big motherfucker walking up on him, dude? <laughs> that rules. In 1996, Shakur was on the run from cops. He had committed a parole violation and met up with Tupac on the set of an X-rated version of Tupac's Music video, how do you want it? Ooh. This would be the last time the two friends would see each other as Tupac was shot in a drive-by on September 13th, 1996. Thank God. After being captured by the cops, Monster Shakur was sent to Pelican Bay State Prison, where Death Row Records CEO Suge Knight was also incarcerated for a parole violation that stemmed from his participation in the assault on Orlando Anders, who was the suspected shooter of Tupac. Monster Shakur, upon hearing that Tupac had been shot, initially suspected that Suge Knight had set him up because Tupac was planning on leaving Death Row Records to start his own label. In March 2007, Shakur was already being sought by police for parole violations, and named on the city's most wanted gang member list. He was arrested by the LAPD for allegedly breaking into the home of an acquaintance and beating him half to death in order to steal his car. A real friend wouldn't call the cops. Yeah. The charges represent a possible third strike that could send Shakur back to prison for the rest of his life. In May 2008, Shakur pleaded no contest to carjacking and robbery charges, and was sentenced to six years in state prison. Also in 2008, Shakur made his fiction debut with a erotic publication of T-H-U-G-L-I-F-E, in which two rival gang members start working at a lubrication plant, and they illegally sneak in anal-numbing cream to lube each other up with, and then go to town on one another's anuses. Nice. Yeah, I didn't read that book. <laughs> it's not real, but he really did write a book called Thug Life. Oh, yeah. He was released from Pelican Bay after serving two-thirds of his six-year sentence in August 2012. In November 2013, Shakur published a book of essays titled Stand Up! Struggle Forward, 
New African Revolutionary Writings on Nation, Class, and Patriarchy. Fucking A, dude. Keep the patriarchy rolling. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Women are bad, dude. <laughs> yeah. Africa, yes. Women, no. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> well, you can't hate me for that. No, no, no. I said one thing's cool. <laughs> That's how you get them, dude. <laughs> you can't put it on me. Yeah. Yeah. On July 10th, 2017, Shakur was sent back to prison for an assault conviction out of San Diego County. He was incarcerated at Centilla State Prison in Imperial, California, and was later released on parole. So he's out in the streets right now, yeah. being cool as hell. <laughs> oh, man. He rules, dude. I like it. I can let you borrow that book. It's insane. It's insane, man. I'll take a read. It's dope. Beyond me. It's pretty much a biohazard autobiography. Uh, like you think if so? They, doing some real cool if shit. they really did stuff. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think Biohazard probably did some mild crimes, but not like that. Yeah, they didn't do no shit like that. But it's like a it's like a Biohazard <laughs> album in, a book. <laughs> in book form. Uh, yeah. Are we done? Yeah, that was it. Yeah, damn. Well, uh, I picked uh, Body Count. Talk shit, get shot. Yeah, I agree. That is a great song, though. Yeah. Yeah, it is rule, man. You could get dusted with the musket. Yeah. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Body count rules, dude. Um, they are okay. <laughs> there's a lot of fun songs. There's also a lot of stinkers. Yeah, there's some stinkers. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh shout out to our sponsors, uh, beerbongs.com and cavemancoffeeco.com. Type in DMD20 at checkout. Get 15% off on at Caveman Coffee and get 20% off at Beerbongs.com. Free shipping from both. Yep. And uh, eat pussy. Eat lots of it, man. I was watching Rockstar last night, and I thought what a great sample it would be. The part where he's like, you know, where they're doing the interview for the first time after he gets hired. And he's like, how do you get a voice like that? The, with Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, and the guy oh. the guy cuts in. He's like, he eats loads of pussy. And then like, <laughs> and then she's like, I'm going to make an honest man out of you. And it cuts out. He's in the mirror, and he's like, I'll get my voice from eating pussy. Loads of it. And he keeps saying it over and over again. Great, 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 great. All right, great. dude. It rules, dude. Tread on him. <laughs> yeah. Don't tread on me, though. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Get shot! Run up, motherfucker! Get shot! Niggas ain't blew up the spot in a while. Motherfucker ain't got shot in a while. Niggas ain't...